Hello, and welcome to another episode of Beautifully Broken Podcast. I'm Lori. I'm here with my mom, Sharon. Hello. How are did, you? Oh, great. Did Good you all think here. we were not coming back? <laughs> um, I mean, I certainly wondered. Um, but it's been a few m- months for us. Like, it's just been crazy. It's been busy. We went to a widow's retreat, yes, which was we awesome. Did. We had our book launch. Yes, our book launch and, and the widow's retreat was wonderful in Atlanta, Georgia. The widow's conference was so amazing. It really was. It was. They, it was just a beautiful experience. And the ones I've talked to that were there said they didn't know what to expect, but they have received so much help in going forward since they uh, attended that conference. And you said there was 250, mm-hmm. 250 widows there. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, when you're in a room with people who have dealt with what you've dealt with, I mean, mm-hmm. we all have different stories, but there is some sort of like sisterhood that <laughs> happens really and camaraderie and like mm-hmm. you just instantly understand each other. Like, I don't know your story, but I know your pain. Right. Right. And that was the way it was in that room. And it was just wonderful. We, you know, we praised and worshiped the Lord together. Mm -hmm. And then we heard from different widows, Mm -hmm. uh, different times share, and they shared around the tables and uh, women are just staying connected from that, that weekend. So needless to say, we were really excited about this Widows Conference. You should definitely look into it if they do it next year. It's mm-hmm. called the Never Alone Widows Conference, right? Isn't that what it's called? Right. It's Yes, but also it was called the First National Widows Conference right. under Never Alone. Mm-hmm. But then we got home and it was crazy. You had friends in. You had a birthday. Right. My dog had puppies. And, you know, it's been a few things going on. (laughs) It's just been a little bit crazy here. Uh But I got a DM on my Instagram from a widow. Um, By the way, I love speaking with you on Instagram, on Facebook. You can reach us at both places. Mm -hmm. Mom is uh, Sharon Ingram with an E. And I'm Lori Rollinger um, on both. So Instagram, Facebook, just our names. So reach out to us and let us know. Like, hey, can you speak to this? I'm dealing with this. But anyways, this gal said, hey, are you going to talk about fear? (laughs) I'm like, no, widows are never afraid of anything. We're the bravest people out there. No, I'm just kidding. I'm like, yes. In fact, I was the one that wrote the the, um, devotional on fear because, um, yeah, I'd have to raise my hand and say that since becoming a widow, I have been very fearful. I mean, even before I became a widow, right? When Greg got sick, there is that fear of death, um, which is kind of crazy because we know that death is going to come to all of us. But I think in facing death and thinking about, well, we still have life and we have to live it alone. There's a lot of fear there. So, you know, but it wasn't really until I was a widow that I just became afraid of everything. I was afraid of how to spend my money, if I spent it too much, if I spent, you know, 
too much on frivolous things, but I had things to pay for. And how am I going to raise these four kids alone? And and then I I got really afraid of being unhealthy and dying and leaving my four kids alone. There was a lot of stress on me um, for a while about that, that all this responsibility to stay healthy and be this person for my kids. And, um, you know, how was I going to pay for their schooling? And I mean, you know, my kids were a little bit older, so... Um, my oldest had graduated high school, so I had college to think about. I had cars to think about. I had, you know, like all those big ticket items were coming up for me. And I thought, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? You know, the house starts falling apart. The dogs get sick. There's an unexpected, you know, financial burden here. There's just like all these things that are so overwhelming. I don't know any of this. I don't know how to fix the house. I don't know where to take the car. I don't know what my husband (laughs) used to do, you know, and all of these things are now thrust on me and I am full of responsibility. And, you know, the whole becoming a widow is so very difficult, but it doesn't stop (laughs) after he's gone. It just continues on. And my, my fears, they just seem to intensify as my kids kept getting older and they're making life decisions. And I felt so unqualified, so overwhelmed with how am I going to do this? I would just lay in bed at night and think of all of the things that were out of my control. And I would end up feeling afraid. And my oldest son was struggling with some mental health during this time. And he reached out to a lady in my church who struggles with Uh, the same things with some mental health issues. And she told him that scripture is his sword. It is his battle instrument to use against the enemy who wants to defeat us in our brain. He would love nothing more than to make us feel so overwhelmed, so afraid that we can't move forward in life. And she told him to find scripture that spoke to him and memorize it and use it as a tool to battle the inner voices, the things at night that you just can't put to to bed. And and I thought, oh my gosh, that is so genius. I'm going to use that in my own life. So I adopted the idea and I knew I needed a short verse that I can memorize quickly that I could just pull out when I needed something to battle the fear that would rage on in my brain. So God led me to Psalms 56.3. And this verse has become sometimes like a mantra in my mind, like I say it over and over again. Um, And it's something so small and so deep, and it always arrives just when I need it. So when I can't fall asleep at night because I'm worrying, Psalms 56.3 says, when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. And when my kids are making hard decisions, or maybe they're making unwise decisions, and I'm, I just can't put the fear away of what's going to happen. I, Psalms 56 3, when I'm afraid, I will put my trust in you. And when I don't know where that money's going to come from, Psalms 56 3, when I'm afraid, I will put my trust in you. Listen, 
if you are a widow today and you are feeling overwhelmed and afraid, can I tell you, you're not alone. I've been there. I know my mom has been there. I know so many other widows go through this. What is it about being alone that is just terrifying sometimes? But God is there. God is there. And when you are afraid, the best thing you can do at that time, right then, is to stop and pray and say, God, I am out of control. I know I cannot control this. I can control my reaction to this. I can control my behavior from this, but I am out of control. And I know that you are in control. So I will put my trust in you. And I can't tell you how life-changing that has been for me. I I just made a decision today where it's kind of a big ticket item. And I was like, okay, God, you said that you were going to help the widow. And I am afraid because it's a lot of money that I have to put out. But show me this, protect me if it's not the right thing. And you know what? God is so good to protect us and to show us and to lead us in the right things. I also had um, some other counsel that I sought, so it's not just me. Um, So surround yourself with people who do seek the Lord and who have some good wisdom to give to you. But you can trust the Lord. He really is good. And something that I used to stay with Greg's illness all the time is God's got this. God's got you. He really does. And he can take whatever it is that's making you afraid, and he can put a peace that passes all understanding inside of you. You just have to ask him, you have to trust him, and you have to let go. So let me pray with you. Lord, please help us to trust you instead of trusting our fears. Help us to cling to your word for direction and hope. All right, Mom, have you ever been afraid? Yes, I have, (laughs) of course. Um, Yeah, it is um, such a new uh, journey when we become a widow. You know, I basically went from you know, living at home to college and then to marriage. So I really have never had to um, live alone and make great big decisions. Mm -hmm. But it's those bigger price items, I think, that has sometimes been more unnerving to me. Uh, I never forget when I had a kept having a problem with one of my tires. And when I went over to the dealership, um, the gal said, you know what? All four of your tires need to be replaced. There's showing wear. And, you know, Dom was so on top of the tire situation, and so now it was my problem. And so I just remember feeling like crying. I mean, I did tear up because I knew it was going to be pricey. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I had to make a decision on my own. Mm-hmm. And it was not the easiest thing to do. It's getting a little bit more easy now. Mm-hmm. I just had um, had the car back in again for another issue, and I actually handled it without feeling like I was going to cry in front of the gal again. Mm-hmm. So I can see there's some progress. But yeah, fear, you know, the first time 
I flew somewhere by myself. You know, I just spend little by little. But um, I think with that, if we just go ahead and put our foot in front of the other, mm-hmm. we get stronger, and the Lord's promised that. And when we are afraid, we can pray, and He is there to help us mm-hmm. and to settle us and to give us the courage that we need to make some pretty big decisions. Do you have a verse, a go-to verse that you like for when you're afraid or a, a prayer that you pray when you know, you're afraid? A lot of, um, well, just even last night, I woke up kind of in the middle of the night. I don't know if I'd heard something or what, but this is very settling for me and very calming and it must put me to sleep, but it's Psalms 23. Mm. The Lord is my shepherd. Mm-hmm. You know, I shall not want. Yeah, he leads me. He guides me. He places me beside still waters. And and I just kind of quiet down. It's just... And there's a feast at the end. Yeah, there is a feast at the end, but <laughs> I sometimes don't get to the end. Because honestly, he does calm my fears mm. with Psalms 23. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I mean, I I wouldn't think that I'm like a fearful person by nature, um, although I'm crazy and I love true crime, which can be, you know, sometimes fearful. I trust no one, <laughs> nothing. Um, uh, but in general, I wouldn't think that I'm a fearful person. And yet there's something about... My husband, who really was the cover of our family, and losing him made me feel exposed mm-hmm. um, in so many ways. And initially, like, it wasn't just, like, the finances. I mean, those are, like, all the big things. But it was even people. Like, there were people. I really cut everyone out of my life because I just was at a place where it was like, I, I've got to scale back and then rebuild myself. And, you know, I, I don't think that that is necessarily bad. It, it, you have to protect yourself at some point. And well, you know, and I don't feel like I did that. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, but I knew my safe people. And so I very quickly like thought ahead mm. if I was going to be out who I might see, mm-hmm. um, you know, my family was great, uh, and that that was a comfort. But my friends were also wonderful, and for me, shortly after um, your dad passed, it, COVID. Oh yeah, it was COVID, COVID came, so I was in lockdown too. But I mean, I really had some amazing friends that reached out. We made ways to meet, keep our distance, mm. but they would not, they didn't leave me either, you know? Yeah. And um, thank so, God for good friends. Amen. Yeah. So important. It is important. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a good friend when you can call in the middle of the night and That's be like, right. <laughs> help me. I, I need help right now, but you need those friends. You do need those friends. Yeah. I, the other night I got home, it was kind of late. But I just felt like I needed to talk to a girlfriend, and mm-hmm. I reached out to one, and I said, do you have time to chat? And she says, I always have time to chat. And she's on 
a whole different time zone than I am. Oh. So it was late, late for her, and I knew it was. But she was so sweet to have time to talk. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's probably some of the best advice we can give is surround yourself with some right. good friends mm-hmm. that are just there um, who cry with you and laugh with you. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's it's probably the, some of the best medicine. It really is. So good, good yeah. belly laugh with a girlfriend yeah. can heal a lot of things. Laughter's like. <laughs> good medicine. The scripture even says that. <laughs> I always tell my friends, I need cheap therapy, so can we, you know, talk sometime? <laughs> so, and then my one friend just, she said, I was offended that you called me cheap. <laughs> when really she's priceless. So, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I would also advise everyone to, you know, pray and ask God to give you your own verse. You can borrow my verse because I think it's pretty awesome. Right. Uh, short, sweet, and to the point. Mm-hmm. Um, but God is there. He wants to remind you, like, hey, you know, I know world. this world is overwhelming and it is it is a scary place, but I got you. Don't be afraid. Right. So... I think the thing I like about Psalms 23, you can a little bit visualize, mm-hmm. you know, kind of walking through some pretty grassland mm-hmm. or being by a still lake mm-hmm. and just relaxing there. And Jesus there with you. You know, I don't know. I just feel like I visualize that portion of Psalms 23. I think that's why I find it such a comfort. Well, you know, I we have a devotional on Psalms 23, so we'll yeah. be back at this. We will. So, you know, as far as a journaling prompt, and it's so important, again, that you guys journal, um, but I'd ask you to think about what fear are you holding on to in your life today? What is it? Um, write it down. And then pray and surrender it to God, and then write that down. you got to write the date down, because what is going to happen is you're going to see God work through that when you give it over to him. And then it's important for you to come back and write what God did in your life. Because those are examples when we do face another time of fear where we can go back and remember, oh yeah, I remember that was really a problem. I was really afraid, but then God did this. So make sure that you're journaling how you're feeling, write down what God is doing in your life. But get yourself a verse because it really is the sword, the power to fight off what the enemy wants to do in our lives, to make us afraid, to make us insecure and uncertain about life, about the future, about whatever. So um, hopefully this was a good help for you today to fear not. And when you are afraid, put your trust in the Lord. Amen. It's the best place. (laughs) All right. Make sure that you like and subscribe to this Mm -hmm. podcast. Please rate and review it. We'd really appreciate it. If you are interested in our book, it's called Surviving Widowhood, and you can find it anywhere books are sold. If you buy it, please leave a review, whether it's on Amazon, whether it's at our publisher's house, which is Redemption Press. Um, and please, the reviews, the ratings, they help so, so much. And we so appreciate we sure it. Mm-hmm. 
And we will see you again next Next week. week. Next week. Next Wednesday. Mm -hmm. All right. Have a good day. Bye.